0: The Bible Study Podcast, episode 184. Today, the Bible Study Podcast finishes the study of Elijah. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We are going to finish the study of Elijah today. As I said, we're not going to continue on with the story. If you wanted to go and read about Elisha, then you could carry on in 2 Kings. We're going to be in 2 Kings 2 today. When the Lord was about to take Elijah up to heaven in a whirlwind, Elijah and Elisha were on their way from Gilgal. Elijah said to Elisha, Stay here, the Lord has sent me to Bethel. But Elisha said, As surely as the Lord lives... And as you live, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. The company of the prophets at Bethel came out to Elisha and asked, Do you know that the Lord is going to take your master from you today? Yes, I know, Elisha replied, but do not speak of it. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here, Elisha. The Lord has sent me to Jericho. And he replied as surely as the Lord lives, and as you live, I will not leave you. So they went to Jericho. The company of the prophets at Jericho went up to Elisha and asked him, Do you know that the Lord is going to take your master from you today? Yes, I know it, he replied, but do not speak of it. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here, the Lord has sent me to the Jordan. And he replied, As surely as the Lord lives, and as you live, I will not leave you. So the two of them walked on. Fifty men of the company of the prophets went and stood at a distance facing the place where Elijah and Elisha had stopped at the Jordan. Elijah took his cloak, rolled it up, and struck the water with it. The ground divided to the right and to the left, and the two of them crossed over on dry ground. So, Elijah is about to retire. Retire in a fairly spectacular fashion because he's going to be taken up into heaven. And Elisha knows this. Elijah knows this also. Elijah the master, Elisha the servant at this point. And so Elijah keeps getting going a little further ahead and keeps saying, stay, but Elisha won't leave him. There is a faithfulness in this Elisha, a faithfulness to God, certainly, but also a faithfulness to Elijah. And because of this faithfulness, we get to hear some of what happens here because Elisha went along. He is not going to leave Elijah, as he says over and over again. And then he has all of these prophets coming up to him again and again saying, do you know that the Lord is going to take your master day? I know it. I don't want to talk about it. This is not a happy day for Elisha, while it might be a happy day for Elijah, who's retiring and going up into heaven. And so he just doesn't want to hear about it. Yes, I know. Yes, I know. Yes, I know. And finally, we have the 50 prophets who probably were going to come up and say, do you know that the Lord is going to take your master from you today? But fortunately for Elisha, Elijah parts the waters of the Jordan and they pass through, leaving the prophets on the other side. So he didn't have to hear it yet one more time. And so Elijah is going into retirement. Elijah is going up into heaven. Elijah is tired, remember, from the previous chapters. He thought at one point he was the only one left. Now, it's interesting that he thought he was the only one, and we see those who have been faithful to God. Now, at this point, he is in the southern kingdom because he's in Jericho, for instance, but we see those who are faithful to God in this story also. And it continues. When they had crossed, Elijah said to Elisha, tell me, what can I do for you before I am taken from you? Let me inherit a double portion of your spirit, Elisha replied. You have asked a difficult thing, Elijah said. Yet if you see me when I am taken from you, it will be yours, otherwise not. And so Elijah wants a parting gift here. Basically, Elisha is about to do the job that Elijah has been doing. And yes, I, like you, wish that these names were more dissimilar. Elisha is about to do the job that Elijah has been doing, the job that wore Elijah out. Elijah has been faithful to God. He's predicted famine. He's run for his life. He's fought the prophets of Baal, or that is, he had that contest against the prophets of Baal. He's run for his life again. He's tired at this point. And so... Elisha is about to take over that job. He's about to be the prophet, one of the chief prophets to the northern kingdom of Israel that is in disobedience to God and continues to be in disobedience to God and will continue to be in disobedience to God through the entire time of Elisha's service as well. And he knows this. Well, he doesn't know necessarily that they won't repent, but he knows that they have been unrepented so far. He doesn't know that God is going to deal with them fairly soon. So he doesn't, all he knows is that he's got a difficult job ahead of him. And so he says, can I have twice what you had? Can I have more? Because after all, Elijah was worn out. So that isn't an unreasonable request, but it is a difficult request. It's not for Elijah to give. And so he says, if you see me go, then this will be yours. Otherwise, not. As they were walking along and talking together, "'Suddenly a chariot of fire and horses of fire appeared and separated the two of them, "'and Elijah went up to heaven in a whirlwind. "'Elisha saw this and cried out, "'My father, my father, the chariots and horsemen of Israel.' "'And Elisha saw him no more. "'Then he took his own clothes and tore them apart. "'He picked up the cloak that had fallen from Elijah "'and went back and stood on the bank of the Jordan. "'Then he took the cloak that had fallen from him and struck the water with it.' Where now is the Lord, the God of Elijah, he asked. When he struck the water, it divided to the left and to the right. It divided to the right and to the left, and he crossed over. So this is an interesting thing. They're in the midst of talking. Elijah may be in the middle of a sentence, and suddenly he is snatched away. And Elisha does see him go. And he cries, my father, my father, crying to God, crying to this beloved person, Elijah, I'm not quite sure, but he does see him go. And he tears his own clothes because he is no longer the servant anymore. He is now the prophet. And he takes up the cloak that is Elijah's. And he goes back and does the same thing Elijah did on the way over. He parts the water of the Jordan. Certainly the spirit of God is now in power on Elisha as it has been on Elijah. And that is the end of Elijah's story and the beginning of Elisha's. And as I said, we're not going to continue on through the rest of Elisha's story, but we will continue on through the rest of this chapter at least. The company of the prophets from Jericho who were watching said, The spirit of Elijah is resting on Elisha. And they went to meet him and bowed to the ground before him. Look, they said, we, your servants, have 50 able men. Let them go and look for your master. Perhaps the spirit of the Lord has picked him up and set him down on some mountain or in some valley. No, Elisha replied, Do not send them. But they persisted until he was too ashamed to refuse. So he said, Send them. And they sent fifty men who searched for three days but did not find them. When they returned to Elisha, who was staying in Jericho, he said to them, Didn't I tell you not to go? So Elisha knows at this point he will not see Elijah again on this earth. Elisha knows that he has parted from his master, that part of the reason that he knows this is that the strength of Elijah is now resting on him. And so they want to go search for Elijah, and he knows that this is just pointless. But at some point, he just says, fine, go. Go look. And they look, and they look, and they look, and they look, and he's gone. Now, Elisha already knew this, and he already told them that, but now they know it also. And then we get the beginning of Elisha's ministry. Then the men of the city said to Elisha, Look, our Lord, this town is well situated as you can see, but the water is bad and the land is unproductive. Bring me a new bowl, he said, and put salt in it. So they brought it to him. Then he went out to the spring and threw the salt in it, saying, This is what the Lord says. I have healed this water. Never again will it cause death and make the land unproductive. And the water has remained wholesome to this day, according to the word Elisha had spoken. From there, Elisha went up to Bethel. When he was walking along the road, some youths came out of the town and jeered at him. Go on up, you baldhead," they said. Go on up, you baldhead." He turned around, looked at them, and called down a curse on them in the name of the Lord. Then two bears came out of the woods and mauled 42 of the youths. And he went on to Mount Carmel, and from there returned to Samaria. Now, remember in the last chapter, we had those who had come to order Elijah to go see the king. Their first two captains with their men had come to order Elijah. And we learned that ordering a prophet of God is not a good thing. Well, apparently jeering a prophet of God is also not a good thing. And unfortunately, these youths learned that the hard way. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast and this study of Elijah. I hope you found some useful tips in Elijah, or hope you found something edifying in there. What I see in Elijah is I see faithfulness, and I see faithfulness even when others are unfaithful. I see faithfulness of God, too, to Elijah, that God is always with him and protects and cares for him. Uh, And I should say that God being with us is a theme that is popular with me right now. I would like people to know that I have just accepted a new job, and uh, that may affect how often this show comes out just because I'm going to be pretty busy, I would imagine. So just so you know, I will now be working at TripAdvisor, and I'll be spending actually quite a lot of time this fall in Boston where that company is headquartered. So uh, hopefully that will not affect how often this show comes out, but if it does, I ask that you will please bear with me if you have any questions, feel free to send an email to host at the dot com or leave a comment at the Bible dot com or follow me on Twitter at Chris TwoX. And as always, thanks so much for listening.